0: Hello, hello, hello. Yes, I know. I've returned again. <laughs> this is the 23rd episode of the Mental Threads Podcast. I am now here with another special guest. I've met this woman uh, way back in 2018 and everything. We're kind of reconnecting right now and whatnot, and she goes by?
1: BD Creative. What's up, y'all?
0: She used to go by Rooftop. Now she's BD the Creative and everything. And right now you're like the president of Nothing But The Arts, correct?
1: Yeah, organizations, um campus based nccu chapter we got many chapters we the first though we the first shout out ncc you
0: <laughs> yeah man it's good man you know nothing but the arts and everything i understand and you're like a rap artist too
1: oh yeah most definitely a Podcast,
0: man. you want me to pause yeah one? okay okay hold on a second Back on, so we had a little bit of a detour and everything, but yeah, we're pretty much talking about just how you're pretty much the president of the Nothing But The Arts chapter and how there's like... Oh yeah,
1: on N- 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 NCCU campus, you know, uh, we was the first chapter to open up. We started off on 29- 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, our founder is Star Jackson. She actually turned the organization into a non-profit, so that's really dope. She's really dope. Y'all should go check her out as, you know, Star Jackson, you know, on Instagram. She got a podcast as well, and it's really, really good um, information. She's a very, she's very growth-based type of woman. So if you want to grow, you want to learn something new, She, you should definitely check out her podcast. It's actually about being like a creative. Okay, well, you know, nice. You know, it's a mental threats podcast. I
0: mean, that's a me- No, I'm just playing. No, but for real, though, like, I might want to check it out. What's the, what's the podcast called again? You don't even know what it's called?
1: Nah. What's her Instagram again? It's Star. Ruh. It's like star It's S T A R R A.
0: you can just send me the link after when we're
1: finished. But y'all can this. follow me on Instagram at b t h e c r three. I don't know it's e. I'm sorry. Can we start this over? No, you ain't gonna start over.
0: It it don't matter. We can come back and we can, like, I can just drop it in the link and everything. You know, I've been looking up you on Instagram and everything. And we can just, I can pretty much add, like, your Instagram to the post. Like, you know, every time I drop an episode, I upload the episode being, like, uploaded on, like, my RSS, basically. And then you just pretty much just, I'm gonna just put your Instagram on it. You ain't even gotta do all that. So it's just, it's all good. It's all good. We're just talking. That ain't no pressure. Ain't no pressure. I really don't have to keep, after have to redoing this and everything, because we're already two minutes in, so it's like, it's gonna do it. Just let it flow and everything. Now, I understand, like, uh, so it's like, you know, in my last episode, I was just talking to Tay about, like, you know, us as artists pretty much just expressing ourselves um, in our music. You know, I just dropped my mixtape, uh, Ego Trip, like, in April and everything, and he's, like, in the mix of just trying to drop more songs himself.
1: I actually dropped my first project um, not too long ago. It's called A-L-V-A-N-C. Um, Y'all should go check it out. It's on SoundCloud. It's really like some songs that I wrote a long long time ago. You know, I just felt like it was time to just let everybody else hear them. You know, you can only sing songs to yourself for so long. Oh, no, no, I
0: feel that. I feel that for real, man. And like in my case, like I used to write like when I was 13 a whole lot and everything, like a little bit. I'd like, do a little poetry. I kind of fell out of love with it for a little bit. But I always had like this urge to like want to write music and everything. I want to do stuff of that nature. So I dedicated earlier this year to just nothing but trying to get this mixtape out, you know, because right. it's like, you know, I had like a certain like medical condition I was dealing with and everything. I've been dealing with for like a lot of years. And it's just like, it's really, really, you know, tanked a lot of my HBCU experience. I had to be lived like a recluse a lot. I wasn't out there as much as I as I want to be, and everything. So it's like this was just like you know the one thing. Like even though like I really didn't get to pull myself out there on HBCU as much as I wanted to, and everything. At least, at least I got to drop this project. You know that's what I'm saying. So it's like in a sense, it's like it's like that one light through a whole lot of this stuff, and it's just. I mean, you
1: still got a semester left. You got one one homecoming left in you, and you know, you know, being on HBCU, coming home is no issue, so you can come home anytime. Mm. Anytime, and then we're gonna open you, welcome you with open arms.
0: Oh, yeah, no, for real, man. I appreciate it. I really wish you would have hung out like a whole lot more. Cause I had <laughs> to text you like one time, like that was it. But yeah, you know, you just get caught up with stuff, you know, and stuff of that nature. Yeah, but. I
1: understand. I do. I do. Mm. Back when I was called Rooftop, yo, that's funny. You know, actually, that name, it was Rooftop 7 a.m. Cause over time, like a, a realization I had on the top of a rooftop. So mm. I thought that would be my name. You know, I'm a real big person on freedom and liberation. And I feel like sometimes when you the closer you are to the sky, sometimes you're closer to God, closer to birds, you know, closer to flying, you know, liberation. Those are things that I I think about when I think of freedom. And I actually got this song that you go like if freedom's what you want, then freedom's what you get. It's actually about getting out of a toxic, you know, a toxic situation and finding that freedom. And letting go. Yeah, cool. That's wonderful.
0: And it's great how art can just bring stuff like that out of you to, like, realize these things, you know, and everything. I even spoke on the last couple episodes about ego trip pretty much just being like a reflection of like depression and stuff of that nature and like trying to verbalize a lot of that you know that's important and everything and like i really fuck with the cover too like when i actually show you what the cover looks like and everything you'll be like what uh-huh. and i really can't wait to exchange exchange music i know Ra Ra does music too right
1: yeah yeah we got a few we got a few projects out together
0: I really, really need to hang out with y'all. <laughs> yeah, y'all live in like uh, North Carolina. Y'all from like other places. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm from Charlotte. Um, I was Same. born in Charlotte. That's actually where the title of my um my last my first project came from. Um, AL is Alabama. That's where I was born. Mm. VA. Um, I, I lived there for a while, and you know I feel like that's what you know raised me a little bit. Um, and see, that's that's the place that made me hungry. It made me wanna it made me wanna go get it. I see everybody getting, there. I see everybody moving at a pace. I wanna move faster, you know. I wanna, you know, it just make me a little hungry to go and get what I want. Chase chase whatever out whatever I desire, you know? No, no,
0: seriously, no. For real, bro. Like Charlotte will really like bring that out of you for real. Because I feel like, you know, for Charlotte for a long time, we didn't really have a whole lot of faces from Charlotte that was just up into the mainstream. You it's
1: from a, Charlotte? Yeah, I'm from Charlotte. Eastside oh, Charlotte, oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, is- you see that's why we should have hung out more. It's uh, like Bro, I really, really wish you would have reached out for real, cause you know you seem to have a really, really cool vibe too, man. It's just like you know, maybe we
1: could hang out throughout the semester. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're
0: RA and everything. I'll, I'll see you. Bro. Yeah,
1: Uh yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm a um, I'm a I'm a pretty easy person to get along with. You know, I try to, I try to like be myself around anybody, so. Well no no
0: that's really cool man and like you're from what side of show you from I feel like you got west side like you're from west side
1: No I'm from the north side
0: North side okay yeah yeah this like a little north side vibe. Shout
1: out Shout out Sugar Creek Yeah I know my grandtaries
0: the Yeah I know my grandfather lived around north side a lot so I was kind of around out there north side not out there out there but I was like you know like he lived in the Hidden Valley area and everything Oh
1: yeah yeah,
0: <laughs> He lives into the apartment complex You know where the bowling ring is Like yeah. a university Like across from there Oh okay And everything Little apartment complex So I'm like deep deep In the heart of Hidden Valley I know my Uncle George Lived in Hidden Valley Like when I was a kid But I didn't think Hidden Valley was ghetto like that yeah. I just thought it was like Just a childhood home And everything Yeah like yeah that. When
1: you're a kid You don't know what the ghetto is You don't know what You don't know what poverty is You yeah. know that innocence Sometimes I wish I still had it Like some You know Knowledge is power But also it's the killer of Innocence You know it's the killer mm-hmm.
0: Now I oh. think back at that house, I really want to buy that house again because it's like, bro. As a kid, I used to literally we used to play PlayStation at that house. Yo, time, do bro. it,
1: buy it, own properties, bro. <laughs> no, own properties. No, That's no. if y'all get anything from what I just said today, on buy properties, bro. Because the more land you have, like the more you can do. Yeah, no, look, for real. The More bro. money. Yeah. You know what you can do on with land, anything.
0: Cause it's yours Yeah no, nah, That's on my vision board I'm trying to see If I can get Like be so Like successful To the point where It's like I can buy like Up to 200 acres of land Like no for real man Like I want to buy Like enough land Where it's like You know It's just like Where it's just like You know My family generations later And everything Want to have like A cookout and everything They can just always Come to this land or they yeah. want to do A family reunions They just want to Just come by And just stay someplace where they don't want Got nowhere else to stay They can stay on my land They can like Live on in the house on my land and everything like buy a house on man you know stuff of that nature i just want to give something to like my descendants that it's just like you know they got some shit
1: i definitely understand yeah. you know and that goes along with breaking those generational curses i feel like my parents were the forebearers of breaking those curses for their family and me i just want to me personally i want to um bring culture and and different things like a different perspective to my family, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that I'm learning a lot more. My eyes are opening up to a lot more, so I want to be able to teach my family about things that they they wouldn't generally go and look up or figure out for themselves, you know. I want to be able to educate, cause you know, knowledge. You know, you learn something, okay, you learn it, but it becomes true knowledge when you can teach others. So that's that's I want to pass down knowledge to my family, and also also wealth, you know, also wealth. I want to leave things behind. Like properties, lands, you know, books, art. Mm. Yeah, I don't want to have a lot of cars. I want to have a lot of art.
0: Well, no, I feel that you know, art can really set you free for real and everything. And it's usually the most artistic people in the family that are usually like the black sheeps in the family. Would you describe yourself as a black sheep?
1: No, of course not. I feel like I'm pretty. I'm pretty centered. I'm pretty family oriented. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if my family even have a black sheep, but if we do, you know, I'm not gonna say no names. <laughs> Anywho, on who I think it would be. Uh, but yeah, I don't think that I'm the black sheep. I think I think that I'm a I'm a part of the glue. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I keep everybody connected on the level of head. No,
0: no, I feel. I, sometimes I be feeling like I'm the black sheep. Like you know, like you're still like the loving parts of the family and everything, yeah. but there's like a sense where it's just like there's still parts where you you're still just trying to like make Run! it out as much as you can. Who's who's here?
1: Nothing, no one. How okay. is the respondent as run, you know? Uh, you know, when you trying to find your own creative path, you yeah, know, sometimes yeah. you, you need isolation. Yeah. And I feel like that's where that, you know, artist black sheep mentality comes from, because some people don't understand that the creative process sometimes requires isolation. It requires you to be alone, to really evaluate the things that you're experiencing and, like, create something from that, to think about it, to, to sit and reflect without an outside force weighing in on their opinion or whatever the case may be. Sometimes you got to create and then show the world what you created.
0: Yeah, no, I feel that heavy. I feel that mad, mad heavy for real. And it's just like, you know, it's just art can really go a long way. And I feel like what really opened the doors for me is like, you know, like I said, I think I said it on another episode, just like, you know, listening to Tupac and everything, you know, that was the first like DVD I ever owned. Well, not on, like, I don't know. Like I had an MP3 player and everything. My yeah, mom for me sure. One. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, you know, for some reason, my mom just had like a second disc of Tupac's greatest hits. I don't know how she just happened to have it, but she just had it. And then it's like, it was in great condition, so I was like, I had to, I downloaded all the songs into my MP3 player. I don't know where the MP3 player is. I need to find that shit. Like I'm probably never gonna find
1: it. My first CD actually was, um, was Lil Wayne. I, the had 3. I had a feeling. it was Lil Wayne. I want to
0: say it was a Lil Wayne. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting a lot of Lil Wayne vibes.
1: From yeah. Me, uh, my first, my first CD was Lil Wayne, The Carter Three. My mom got it for me for my birthday. Mm. I'm not for my birthday for Christmas actually. And, you know, of course I had the MP3 player, you know, with the headphones, you know, little little fabric on the on the thing to go around with the, with the um, thin band to go around the great little headphones. You hook them into the circle CD player. Nah, yeah, you're probably too young to know about that. Mate. I
0: have a CD player. Well, don't be
1: sad. Uh, I'm uh, 23 years old, man. For real? Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, old.
0: I'm not yeah. old. How old are you?
1: Old enough. Old eh?
0: enough. She's uh, old enough. Yeah. She's probably an old soul. We describe yourself as an old soul? <laughs> mm.
1: Sometimes it depends, yeah, okay, I would say that I would say that I feel like I'm attached, I'm connected with my ancestors, and I feel like that reincarnation is real, sometimes some days I wake up, I feel like that i'm I'm the living embodiment of certain artists. And I don't want to get too much into that unless you, you know, curious, you know. I feel like that sometimes, you know, artists that die, they keep coming back, you know. Like, you know, Basquiat, you know, Tupac. You know, some people say that um, Playboy Cardi lives as Tupac, you know. That's his soul. Really?
0: People say that? Playboy <laughs> Cardi and Tupac are connected on that? Yeah, earth? yeah. Because this that. day that
1: um Tupac died is the day that... Why Cardi was born,
0: it, it don't really have to mean anything like that. You could be, it don't, Rick but Cardillo you know, that's just one. I just know, like, I like my big big L died on my first birthday and everything. Yeah, come February 15th. Big L died on like 1999, February 15th. That was my first birthday.
1: Yeah, I shared a birthday with um Pop Smoke. We oh, got the same weird. birthday. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke, man. Yeah, living man. legend. Pop oh.
0: Smoke literally, di- and now we have to say a living legend, he didn't even like live literally. out, like, he it's didn't. just like he died so early over uh, some dumb shit.
1: He did. I feel like the so government easy.
0: got him, like for real. Like, because it's like all these other rappers, they check I mean, what like is- Pop Smoke and XX Tentacion. I always found that kind of fishy because it's like they're so, they just started. And I feel like they would have done like the most type of stuff. Like, I feel like XX Tentacion, Pop Smoke, Juice World, and um, who else? Maybe Little People a little bit. Maybe not so much A Little People. I don't really listen to Little People like that. But he was alternative. So it's, I feel like those would have been like the four main driving forces going forward for the next five but years. Well, I, I
1: urge you to answer the question. Why the hell would the government want to kill these guys? It ain't got to be the government. I'm just saying
0: it could be any kind of force behind it. I said the government, it. though. I said the government? You yeah, okay. did say the okay, government. Well, we'll, say, well, well, let me just say, like, government, like, as a general term for just, like, any, like, group that might be in the shadiness trying to, like, knock out, you know, just do some Fugazi-type, you, know, you know, that shit. You
1: know, I feel like, um... Maybe, like they were maybe because you know why? Because those artists were different. They were on a different. They was on a different wavelength, and a lot of people don't like different. They don't like different. They like the same. They want us all to stay in the same line, walking the same path. And those people who stray out, like you know, the XXX X X or um, you know. Mac Miller, shoot, um, you know Juice Wrld, those artists—they were on on the brink of some different pop smoke. They was on the brink of some different type of sounds, different type of waveforms, you know that creates jealousy, it creates envy, and sometimes on a whole another level, it just. It just creates anger, you know. I mean, People be Juice angry World for and, things they can't comprehend.
0: in And Juice, Juice Wrld's and Mac Miller's case, it was kind of overdose, though. I mean, for what we know, yeah. I mean, it could be some stuff in the background. Who knows? Maybe they're like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah,
1: I ain't got no conspiracies about those artists. Yeah. I was just going off of what you said, like yeah. that, but for for a fact, I know, like even even just like me being a young a young artist um, growing up, you know. I didn't have that many friends. Why? Because I was different. Yes. And once people saw that it was kind of cool to be different growing up, then, then everybody, you know, hop on your wavelength. Then they then they clicking on your link. Then they subscribing, you know. What well, was the subscriptions when I was alone being just myself? When no, It wasn't cool to be yourself. It's still not cool to be yourself in this society, but I ain't got no choice to be myself because I don't know how to be nobody else but that.
0: Yeah, no, I feel that heavy. You know? you put it real, real shit for real, man. And so I always feel like there's layers, like everyone's kind of like an onion, like there's layers to people and everything. And I feel like, you know, when it comes to creatives and everything, we kind of let it. we kind of expose our layers in the form of our arts, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I feel like that just kind of like, you know, reflects a lot of like demonic forces who want to like hide behind certain like facades. In some Latin nature, like where they think like they're better, like narcissism and everything like that, where they kind of like pick on and try to prey on others whom were just, you know, who were very empathetic in nature, who just want to just, you know, heal the world as best as it can. And, you know, they try to beat you down and try to, like, really, like, in a sense, mutilate, like, your spirit to the point where it's, like, you know, or it's incapable of doing what we were set out to do. And I feel like that's the biggest test in the world that we all had to deal but with. But, you know,
1: the force that that is against most creatives is... Is is themselves like a lot of creatives like we could be sitting next to the, to the to the next um, notorious B I G we could be sitting next to the next Martin Luther King but because of that self doubt that is the underlying in most artists you know creeping up. Tapping on your shoulder, appearing in your dreams, you know, when you sit down and write and it's telling you you can't do something or you won't make it as far as someone else. I think that's that's the force against us. I think a lot of people put things on other senses like the devil or demonic forces, whatever the case may be, when it really is the person looking at you looking at in the mirror. You know, the only thing stopping you is you. For a lot of cases, I'm not saying that the devil's not at work, but, you know, he only can prey on people who who, you know, allow him to, you know? So it's about who you see yourself as in the mirror and how far you think you can take it.
0: Yeah, that's a lot, man. No, for real. Like, even as a creative, like, even sometimes like self doubt and stuff so that could really hold you back for a lot and everything. You know, uh, I be I be thinking about you know it's just like you know like if I would have really like out of high school and everything, I was getting a hell of financial aid, all that financial aid money. I wish I really wish I would have just poured it into nothing but music. Like that's that's one of the main things. Like if I were to, like really redo this shit over again, bro. This college shit, music, music, music. Cause like really, I would. Sometimes I wonder where would I be at at this point if like I would have had like a project for every year and everything. You know, just like just focus on a project, something like that. Yeah. Or something. Like you really think about like damn, all them months, all them seasons, and so I could. just You can't think like that, that though, yeah. man.
1: Thinking like that would make you living in the past, yeah. regretting uh-huh. shit or what you could have done, or you know. You know, you just think towards what you could do and who you could be. You know, everything happens on its own time, everything happens for a reason, you know, and everything has its season. So, you know, music may be your thing tomorrow, but you may find out tomorrow that you really like to paint, you're really good at it. It's just a natural thing, you just never decided to pick up the paintbrush until then. So, don't like everything teaches you something. I feel like, me personally, like with my art, if I never, like, if now I'm saying, yeah, I shouldn't have never came to school, of course. Like I should have just focused on my art. But I didn't know I didn't know that I had this in me until I got here. You feel me? I didn't know that uh, that I was on the brink of something. I didn't know that something was like this feeling, this force was pondering in the back of my head, you know, that subconscious feeling until I went through certain experiences and it made me wanna sing and it made me wanna dance and it made me wanna draw, you know, and it and that and, and in all these forces out of me. And, you know, enabled me to, you know, push myself forward creatively. Just the experience of being here in the moment, present in college, you know, I thank college for teaching me about me. Uh.
0: Yeah, no, for real. Like, college is an experience, man. I swear. I, like, I know, like, for my changes for college, man, it's just, like, you know, growing up, I was always so, like, you know, I was a waste of time. I was this, I was that and everything. So I really didn't have a high standard of who I was as an individual until I came into college, HBCU and everything. And then it's just, like, you know, I've been an honorable student ever since, man. And it's just, like, you know, you know, this semester is a little bit shaky for me because, you know, I need to get my shit together. But still, it's just, like, at the same token, And it's just, like, you really think, like, man, you really can rediscover yourself, like, in college for real and everything. I'm mostly, like, a part of the Men's Achievement Center and everything, although sometimes I get, like, this sense of, oh, man, I wish I had more friends or, oh, man, I would have hung out more and more people and everything like that. But it's like, you know, you don't have to have, like, a big, big circle of people all around you all the time. Sometimes it's good to just be a little bit selective of the people that you keep close to you and things like that. I feel like college teaches you a lot. I feel like I I know a lot of people. Actually, you know, just even me and Tay, although me we and Tay don't hang out like that. We sat down, we're talking just like how me and you were talking. Man, everything. We, I feel we,
1: like we don't know nobody because everybody wear yeah. a mask. They paint on the picture. They paint on the face that they want you to see, man. You know, yeah. how many people say they know me, got stories about me? And that's not when it's really not me. Yeah. You know? It's just, it just who I wanted you to see in that moment. You know, it's all, and like you said, it's very selective. You know, it's a select few that know me. You know, a lot of people may know my name, you know. A lot of people may have in my hand. A lot of people may have spent days with me. You know what I'm saying? But I'm selective with those people who, like, really know me, you know. Mm-hmm. I really let in. And, you know, college teaches you not to, not, not to let everybody in because some people take try to take advantage of that, of who you are who you could be because they see potential even if you don't see it in yourself they see the potential
0: and people come and go too man it's just like now in this semester I'm just seeing old faces I haven't seen in a while even for you and everything like I know we spoke like 2018 and now here we are actually having a full on conversation since then And everything. And then sometimes I look at my, dang, what, what could I could have done to really, like, you know, really connect with people more and network? Because that was, like, the main thing I should have been doing. But then you, like, start feeling sorry for yourself over things that you've been dealing with and everything. You don't even get to enjoy the experience as much as you can. So hey it's just man, a, you, you got to
1: live in the moment, man.
0: Yeah, man.
1: That time has passed, but, you know, it's never too late to, like, if you want to connect, it's not too late to you said you got, you got till December, right?
0: Yeah, till December. So it's like December, so, you know, push
1: through, persevere. Finally, you know, go out there, put yourself out there, you know. you go say, hey, I'm here, I'm here, you know. And if everybody accepts it, they accept it. If no one accepts it, then it's okay. But if you find a few, you know, call them the crew and do what you do, you know.
0: Yeah, no, for real. Because a lot of the people I used to hang out oh, well, even fresh me, a lot of them already left and everything, or they kind of dropped out or whatever. Like, it's crazy how many people leave and, like, not be here. Maybe they're still here and you might see them around, but you don't talk to them anymore. It's crazy how college can really be an experience like that and everything like that, you know, but it's, like, for all the few people that, you know, you do connect with, like, you know, day-to-day and everything, you know, I know there's on some personal stuff, but it's just, like, you know, like, uh, like for the first four weeks I was feeling so depressed to the point where I was, like, even, like, suicidal to the point, and I even, like, told people in the Meds Achievement Center, like, hey, man, I, I just don't feel like I can do it anymore, you know, I feel like I missed out on way too much. This is my last semester and everything. It doesn't look like things are getting Better anymore. It's just like you know, I'm tired of just being a recluse. Cause like naturally, that's not me. I'm an extrovert. I like to talk to people. Even I talk to you right now. I'm very outspoken. But it's like I it feels like you know, at the same time, like I'm not a hundred percent. You know, it's like it's always like I'm like you know, I'm like a diet version of me. You know what I'm saying? And you know, it's just it's all because of something I have no control over and everything. And you know? it's so I'm still trying to work through it as best as I can. You know, but it's just like I feel like it took a big chunk out of my HBCU experience as much as I can. And, you know, when, had, when they had the whole poetry slams and everything, I feel like that was a couple moments where I feel like I could put myself out there, you know, where I can actually like be out there, you know, you know, showcase myself in a sense. And I was like, you know, the poetry jams. That's all I'm trying to re- get in connection back again with nothing but the arts as best I can, because it seems like y'all really have some things going on. What was the last time y'all had a poetry jam for uh, nothing but the arts? What was the last time?
1: Um, Probably before COVID, honestly, but we did have, a, um, yeah. we had a virtual poetry slam and you know, it was members. It was, I included everybody, but you know, members, mostly members showed up and you know, it was cool and, but you know, the semester just started and it's not too late to do, to do whatever. Like poetry slams, poetry slams, networking events, opportunities to perform, like that's all at bay. That's all. That's all on the way. And I, like I say, what to anybody who want to be in MBTA and they have certain things that they want to do, like it's just a conversation. It's a conversation, and to make that happen. So if you want to do a poetry slam, it's nothing to like you know plan for that and make it happen so that it gives the opportunity to open the floor. And it's a lot of poetry people in MBTA currently who are interested in the performance. So I definitely want to create opportunities for everybody to grow, everybody to connect. That's what MBTA is all about. Keep it staying plugged in with each other, you know, staying connected, you know. So if poetry is your outlet, you know, I'm 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 here to help you. And that's why I tell to anybody, like I'm here. I'm here to help you get to where you wanna be, you know, show what you wanna show, prove some shit. I'm sorry to curse, but like, yeah, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here every day. That's why I'm working towards every day to prove some shit to myself, not to nobody else. I don't care give a rat's ass what anybody else thinks, but to prove to myself and what I could do, and what what we all could do, you know, to grow, to elevate. I'm trying to elevate the culture of HBCU campuses because artists are often overlooked or underappreciated.
0: Yeah, no, I feel that. Yeah, so and I feel like HBCUs really give a whole lot of like creative outlet and everything. It sucks what COVID kind of did and everything. Kind of yeah. like really sucked out a whole lot of like activity going on. It kind of yeah. made me feel like I should have appreciated my sophomore year a little bit more, yeah. a whole lot more. You know, but it's just, it's all just a growing experience. You know, sometimes I got to remind myself I got a whole lot more time ahead of me than like definitely, behind definitely. of me. Definitely, You know, I even my brother tries to get me in that mindset too and everything. But, you right, know, right. You, start, you start getting older and everything. Like, you know, can I still really make this music thing work? You know, Hell can yeah. I really make it, make it work? You know, and it's 2
1: chains a- got signed at what, 45?
0: No, he was like 30-something. 30,
1: whatever. Mm-hmm. The nigga was old. Enough.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm
1: saying? Jay-Z, old.
0: You know, Before he
1: popped off, you know he was twenty
0: six, I think, or that's when he dropped. Okay, out. Yeah. that's
1: okay. That's still like that's still older than the average age for people pop off. You know, yeah. and it shouldn't be an age on art. You know, it shouldn't be an age limit. You know, we grow our mental grows. I may have been not creative ten years ago, but I am today. And if I want to express myself, it's somebody who gonna feel my shit. Even if the world don't hear it, it's a good ten people who gonna be like, yeah, you spoke to me. I heard you. I'm here. I understand what you're going through, and you helped me. And those 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 are the people that those are the people you you connect with. Those are the people you you grow with. Those are the people who you continue to go on your journey, and they watch your journey. And you know what you do is support them, and you watch their journey too. Even if they're not an artist, even if they're not a creative, if they support you. You support them. Even if they just a scholar, a teacher, you know whatever it is.
0: Yeah, man, no, I feel but that. But mental
1: health is important, man. Mm. And I know, especially on this campus, um, I actually have been talking to a lot of people about um, this campus' appreciation for, or not even appreciation, but their bringing, acknowledgement yeah, yeah. of mental health and how and how they treat people when, when they do reach out for help. And I want to be a part of that change to make this campus, uh, North Carolina Central University, a campus where mental health is taken seriously because if you can't think right, how can I go to class? How can I pass? You know, it's more than about just taking my money and, you know, me going on about your day. They say it's important for retention. If you want me to come back here every year, why not focus on the fact that I can't focus in class because I have so much going on mentally that I can't I can't focus. I can't focus on what's what's ahead of me if I'm still worried about the things is behind me, right? Yeah. and and I feel like it's important that they take that time to talk to us, to, you know, speak with us, get in our mind, you know, help us, give us those moments to breathe, even if it's just for a moment. They say that's what 1040 is for, but how many people go to 1040?
0: Yeah, 1040 hasn't been popping a whole lot lately, has it? Like I, know it's like I mean, a it's getting bit, back yeah. up there.
1: You know, COVID, you know, a lot of people want to take um, measures to, you know, secure their safety, so I definitely understand that. But, you know, it's getting back up there, you know.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. No, I feel that a lot of the stuff that she's been saying, I've been feeling like a whole of that for real and everything. But it's like, you know, I know we got a whole lot of things. We got to situate it situated. Usually we usually go for like an hour. You know, I think we might have to kind of start closing in right around uh, now. You know, and this is, say your name again.
1: My name is um, Ja'Kyla Bishop. You can call me Bishop. Some people call me BD Creative, you know. JD, if you want to follow me on my poetry page, it's Bishop Speaks. Um, Music-wise, you know, I'm here, and I'm constantly growing, so stick with me. Um, Follow me on Instagram, B-D-C-R-E-A-I-F. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me, man. Oh no,
0: for real, man! I appreciate it. You know, I'm glad that we're actually get, get to actually speak of each other and everything. I really wish we probably would have hung out a little bit more, like the past couple years and everything. I've been on campus, but you know, things happen. You know, it's a big old campus. Like there's thousands of people here and everything. Yeah. we all got to, you know, we got the business school. And what, what, what department? Uh, like you're. I mean,
1: like, I'm an English major, by the way.
0: Yeah, English major. So you know, sometimes you don't bump into people as much as you wish you would. But it's like, you know, I'm glad to really have this time. You know, maybe we got the rest of the semester. Maybe we can turn up a little bit more for our home. Oh, man who knows we can do whatever man you know i got your contact i'll probably keep in touch a little bit more with the nothing but the arts and everything but you know that goes in for the mental threats podcast episode 23 a jordan one <laughs> yeah it definitely feels like it all right thank you